Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. I don't know why you're playing Fortunate Son for this one, Chris. We're not doing the Vietnam Medal of Honor citation. We're not doing that. Okay, I do need to clarify. Obviously, it's the Jesse Kelly Show. It's time for Medal of Honor Monday, and that is coming. I am, however, a gigantic liar. Last week, Larry Taylor... He got his Medal of Honor presented to him by Joe Biden last week. This week, I said I was going to do Larry Taylor's Medal of Honor citation. That's what I said last week. I, however, lied. I forgot that today was the anniversary of September 11th. So today we're going to do an Afghanistan one. What I've done before, I just, I love it. It's a wonderful story. Well, terrible story, wonderful. Anyway, it's a great story. I will do Larry Taylor's 
next week. All right, next week, and I'm not a liar this time. This time I mean it 100%. All right, so what is Medal of Honor Monday for you, for you new listeners? Every Monday at this time, at this exact time, we do Medal of Honor Monday. We simply take a Medal of Honor citation and we read it. That's it. There's nothing special about it. These Medal of Honors, when men earn them, they do a write-up on them. Some of them are long. Some of them are very short. This one's a little on the longer side. But they do a write-up about what they did. And it's important we remember these men and we remember their deeds. And it's important, especially for the next generation, that these men are held up in front of them and we say, hey, look, this is where you're supposed to be. This is what you're supposed to be. This is what you aspire to be. If we don't hold up good examples for them, they'll find other ones. I promise. All right? So without further ado, this is the Medal of Honor citation for Mr. Robert J. Miller. Ready? Aim. Honoring those who went above and beyond. It's Medal of Honor Monday. Just a heads up, you'll probably be able to tell from this before I get going. He was a Green Beret, and his uh, friends called him Robbie. All right. Staff Sergeant Robert J. Miller distinguished himself by extraordinary acts of heroism while serving as the weapons sergeant in Special Forces Operational Detachment Alpha 3312 Special Operations Task Force 33 Combined Joint Special Operations Task Force Afghanistan during combat operations against an armed enemy in Konar Province, Afghanistan on January 25, 2008. While conducting a combat reconnaissance patrol through the Gawardash Valley, Staff Sergeant Miller and his small element of US, U.S. and Afghan National Army soldiers engaged a force of 15 to 20 insurgents occupying prepared fighting positions. Staff Sergeant Miller initiated the assault by engaging the enemy positions with his vehicle's turret-mounted Mark 19 40mm automatic grenade launcher while simultaneously providing detailed descriptions of the enemy positions to his command, enabling effective, accurate close-air support. Following the engagement, Staff Sergeant Miller led a small squad forward to conduct a battle damage assessment. As the group neared the small, steep, narrow valley that the enemy had inhabited, a large, well-coordinated insurgent force initiated a near ambush, assaulting from elevated positions with ample cover. Exposed and with little available cover, the patrol was totally vulnerable to enemy rocket-propelled grenades and automatic weapon fire. As point man, Staff Sergeant Miller was at the front of the patrol, cutting off, or cut off from supporting elements and less than 20 meters from enemy forces. Nonetheless, with total disregard for his own safety, he called for his men to quickly move back to covered positions as he charged the enemy over exposed ground and under overwhelming enemy fire in order to provide protective fire for his team. While maneuvering to engage the enemy, Staff Sergeant Miller was shot in his upper torso. Ignoring the wound, he continued to push the fight, moving to draw fire from over a hundred enemy fighters upon himself. He then again charged forward through an open area in order to allow his teammates to safely reach cover. After killing at least ten insurgents, wounding dozens more, and repeatedly exposing himself to withering enemy fire while moving from position to position, Staff Sergeant Miller was mortally wounded by enemy fire. His extraordinary valor ultimately saved the lives of seven members of his own team and 15 Afghanistan National Army soldiers. 
Staff Sergeant Miller's heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty and at the cost of his own life are in keeping with the highest traditions of military service and reflect great credit upon himself and the United States Army. And on this September 11th, let's let's send out this taps not just for Robbie Miller, for every single man and woman who died in Afghanistan and Iraq. Semper Fi, brothers. All right, all right. Let's let's uh, let's get to some emails here. Let's let's just let's just get to some emails before we get into this professor faking the data. We have to make fun of Dome Gavin Newsom. We'll continue our absolute vicious campaign we're waging against uh, Ken Buck in Colorado. We have problem in the American church. I want to get to some emails. So Jesse, I was scrolling through Netflix Saturday night with the glass of Jim Beam Kentucky Fire, and I noticed they had Midway. I hadn't watched it since I was a kid. Mostly forgot about it. I'm at awe of the level of testosterone of those men compared to us today. A particular scene that stuck with me was the torpedo bombers went in without fighter support because they got separated or something. They knew it was suicidal and did it anyway. I always enjoyed your comments on the war history. Maybe I missed it, but can you geek out sometime on the Battle of Midway? I'm a 46-year-old FedEx freight truck driver. Listen to you in the mornings on iHeart. His name is Craig. I can probably do that sometime, Craig. I probably should do a big midway thing. I do want to do this, though, just along the lines of Medal of Honor Monday when it comes to the guts and bravery of of those types. Uh, Naval air power back then. I touched on this before, how there were really three kinds of planes in World War II. There were a lot more, but for naval air power reasons, let's just discuss them. There's the dive bomber. It's exactly what you think. Fly way up high, have a one big bomb or normally a few bigger bombs, dive down from the clouds and drop your bomb onto a ship. Very difficult to hit, but very effective if you do. There were the fighter planes. The fighter planes had all kinds of different things, but maybe obviously they were fighting other fighter planes. And I realized they could strafe the ships on the ground and ground targets, and they were very good at that, but that was what they did. And then there was the torpedo planes. And the torpedo planes, I'm not saying they're the most courageous. I'm not. But I will tell you, amongst the other kinds of uh, pilots in World War II, from what I read, they were the ones thought of to be maybe a little bit crazy. Because what they did was so astounding. They would have to fly level with the water, right above the water, directly at a ship, to loose their torpedoes and hope to hit them with their torpedoes. Well, that's suicide. The ship has all these different guns and ways they can shoot at you if you're coming slowly across the water at it. 
Look, the dive bombers alone is freaky enough. You're diving straight down, and you've got machine gun tracers whizzing by you, hitting you. You're dying. Guys are dying, exploding around you. That's badly enough. A torpedo plane, you're just cruising just towards the ship, just cruising along. And here's a story, here's a little story for you. You want to talk about bravery, and this is not the only time this was done during the war. But at a later point in the war, we were in a big fight with the Japanese. I won't go into the it was right off the coast of the Philippines. I won't go into the, all the details of it. But the pilots were desperate to stop this navy, this Japanese navy, from getting to our ships. And so the torpedo planes would drive. They'd do their run and they'd lose their torpedo. And then they'd keep going back to do it again and again with no torpedo underneath. They just had the, the, the bay doors open to try to scare the ships off so the ships would go away. It's brave enough to do that run with a functional torpedo that might actually do some good. What kind of guts do you have when you're doing that run with nothing to even shoot? Just nuts. Now, I will push back on you on this, though. You say the testosterone of people back then. Those same men exist today. It's not like every man was like that back then. The same men exist today. Maybe you're one of those men. Remember, there are always men who are able, if they're willing to, step forward and fight back and save things. Remember that too. And remember this. You don't have to lose your dog when you lose your dog. You can switch to rough greens now and keep your dog for longer. It doesn't matter if your dog's a puppy or your dog's old. Maybe your dog's already 13, 14. Maybe the hips are already going, the eyes, breath getting bad. I know what it's like when they get older. What if you started giving that old dog some real nutrition and bought yourself some healthy years with it? All dog food is dead. That's why it's all brown. It's all dead food. Rough greens, all natural nutritional supplement. You pour it on your dog's food. All the vitamins, minerals, digestive enzymes, probiotics, whatever your dog needs. It's all in rough greens. We pour it on Fred's food every single meal. They give out free bags. All you have to pay for is the shipping. You call 833-33-MY-DOG and you get a free bag. Or you can go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. Keep your dog alive, all right? All right, let's get to a couple. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly show on a Monday. Something I did want to point out really quickly. We haven't been doing a lot of this today. We were talking about September 11th in the beginning. And I just want to, I just want to bring back these comments from Dome. And as I play these comments from Dome, our uh, esteemed vice president, I want you to think about our response as a nation to 9-11. What was our response? It was pretty drastic, wasn't it? Two wars, wars in two different countries. Think about the lives lost. Think about the blood spilled. Think about, you know what? Forget about our guys for a minute. Think about their guys. I want you to stop for a minute, and I want you to think about how many people America killed in response to 9-11, and this is not me complaining about it. I just want you to think about that when you hear Dome say this. Not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. 
Hmm. December 11th, 1941. I didn't look it up before this segment, but I can... December 7th, 1941, sorry. I didn't look it up before the segment, but I can only be pretty sure that that was fairly costly, wasn't it? Our response to that was, oh, I don't know, World War II with two atom bombs. That's what we did in response to that. Then came September 11th, war with Afghanistan, war with Iraq, who knows, well north of a million dead. A lot, right? The government, really drastic responses. And she lumps January 6th, 2021 in there at the Not end. Not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001. And January 6th, 2021. You know, I don't want to read too much into things here. Please stop me if I'm being crazy, but what does Dome think an appropriate response to January 6th would be if she's lumping it in with Pearl Harbor and 9-11. Just in case you're wondering how committed these people are to destroying the other side. All right, we're moving on. We got, we got other things. Jesse, good evening. I'm a fourth-generation Coloradoan. I listen to your show as much as I can. A few days ago, you had a bid on Ken Buck. Remember when I accused Ken Buck of being compromised? He said you hit the nail on the head. I was local law enforcement for 33 years, retiring in 2005. I worked with many district attorneys in many jurisdictions of Colorado, including Weld County, where Buck was DA. Ken Buck was one uh, that was avoided, if at all possible. Possible People who had the right names or the right positions in the county or state, for some reason or another, the individuals were not set over to trial or were just dismissed out of hand by Buck and his staff. In my time in Weld County, I worked with three DAs and many prosecutors on their staff, and nothing was ever like when Ken Buck was there. Please do not use my name because officers I know are still working there. I know some people think it was crazy. It's quite an accusation to say Ken Buck is compromised. We have physical documentation right now of Joe Biden's crime family. We know about the payments to him, payments to his son. We know the shell companies. We have this in paper documentation. Not only that, we have a very much alive witness who's willing to speak. Remember Tony Bobolinsky, who was willing, he got memory hold, but he's been on camera a thousand times explaining about how it's Joe's business and this is what we did and this, this, and that. So we have endless amounts of connections between Joe, his family, the crimes, and everything. And yet, with all these things that even a monkey could read, if you taught a monkey to read, this is still Ken Buck. You listen to this GOP congressman, and you tell me how I'm supposed to come to any other conclusion other than this person is compromised and he's being blackmailed. If we start going down these paths that, that really bear no fruit, we, we are not going to get an impeachment through the Senate. We're not going to, uh, uh, you know, the the idea that, that somehow the January 6th prisoners are being treated differently than other prisoners in a jail that has a history of, of real abuse and, and uh, uh, poor conditions uh, is just not true. And so uh, we can waste our time on issues that are not important, or we can focus on issues that are. I agree with uh, Dan, uh, your last guest, that there is not a strong connection at this point between the evidence on Hunter Biden and any evidence connecting the president. So I am uh, more focused on the issues that I think 
Americans care deeply about. Compromised. Just a theory. Compromised. Calling it now. Oh, don't think he's the only one. Nancy Mace warns the House GOP members that they will, quote, walk the, pan- walk the plank over the Biden impeachment. This is why we lose. When the communists take power, they move forward, aggressive, offense at all times, taking every inch they can get. Impeach Trump a thousand times. Ah! We take office. Hey, guys, we don't want to walk the plank. This is pretty scary, guys. Gosh, it's freaking embarrassing. All right. Do some more emails. Talk a little bit about the system and how they get you. Stuff we have to prepare ourselves for moving forward. You have to talk about what's going on with Gavin Newsom in California. Oh, we have to also have a little bit of a talk about some churches in this country. Ibram Kendi X was in one, and woo-wee, did he have some things to say. All that and so much more. Probably even take calls later on. Later on, not now, on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. Get the cure for rhinos. Weekdays with the Jesse Kelly Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday reminding you you can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats, your ass doctor Jesse questions for Friday. All those can be emailed into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I forgot to tell you, I went paintballing this weekend. Now, let me clarify I've never done paintball before. The only Things similar to paintball I've done was in the Marines. We had these sim rounds we'd attach to our guns, and those those weren't like normal paintballs. That those those were those hurt a little bit more. Anyway, so I signed up for paintball this weekend. Here was the deal: my kid, my youngest son, had a birthday party, so it was me, my buddy Luis, and something like 10, 8, 10, 13 year olds, 12, 13 year olds at this sick paintball place. And I'd never done paintball before. And let me just tell you, it actually hurts worse than you think it's going to hurt. I didn't think it would be anything. They sting a little bit. Don't, I'm not laying down crying. One of them tore open the skin on my knuckle and I was bleeding. I don't know that we had the highest quality paintballs in the world. Um, I also, I have to get something off my chest here and I'm not sure... I'm not sure exactly what I should do about this. All right, so let's let's lay out the let's lay out the scene here. Then we're gonna get back to politics. So it's me. I'm the I'm 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 the first pick. Understandably, they blew, broke them up into captains. They picked me because who else would you pick? I had camo on and face paint, so they picked me, and I line up with my team. And then their team's on the other side. And I've only just met most of these kids. I need to clarify, I've only just met most of these kids. My son's friends, Chris, so they're all 12 or 13. 12, 13-year-old boys, right? All boys. Great kids. I just met all of them. I can't stress enough that I just met all of them, okay? So we go out to the center. Hey, you're on this team. You're on this team. You're on that team. I get picked from my team. We get sent to the side. The other team goes to their side. And then, boom, it's some kind of capture the flag thing where you're trying to get to this flag thing in the middle. And we're all capping at each other. Well, I take that back. Lots of the kids were scared, and they just kind of hung out inside the whole time while the rest of us were charging. Anyway, so remember how I told you I just met the kids? And there are a lot of obstacles in the field. All right, there's boxes and different things set up in the field. It's not just a wide-open field. I was tasked with doing a little bit of overwatch, providing some uh, covering fire for the guy who's going to finish low crawling up and get the flag in the middle. Now I've got my covering fire. You know how I said we had sides? Over on the other team's side, on the other team's side, I see a head pop up. I didn't know whose head this was. I didn't memorize everybody on my team in the 30 seconds that I had after they'd picked teams. And I wasn't sure who was who. And so I lined him up and may I just say, pretty good shot. 
whap, right in the side of the head. I drill him right in the side of the head with these pink paintballs. Explodes in his head. I see him grab his head and he's rubbing it. Man, that probably did sting a little bit. But then it comes to this. After the game was over, we won that game. And I, after I didn't know he was even on my team until we stood up. When you die, you have to put your hand in the air and you, you get a free reign to walk back to your area. So he sticks his hand up and starts walking back my way towards our area. And I thought, oh, no, that's, that is too bad. That's too bad. And afterwards, as he was trying to clean all the paint out of his hair and rubbing his head, and they were all talking outside about how much his head hurt, he was asking everybody, hey, man, are you the one who shot me in the head? Hey, I can't find who shot me in the head. Hey, does anyone know who shot me in the head? I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out where that one came from. And at one point he came to me and he said, Hey, Mr. Kelly, did you know who shot me in the head? And I said, No, nah, man, I've, I haven't seen. I'll ask around though for sure. Definitely going to look into that. I will dig into it for you. Now, what obligation do I have to be forthcoming from now on? Right? Didn't I make the right? What do you mean I missed my chance, Chris? Wasn't that the right thing to do at the time? I should have been honest all the way? No. No, I no, absolutely not. No. No. No, you lie and lie and lie and hope you never get caught. Everybody knows that's how you go about these things. You lie and lie and lie and then never get caught. So anyway, I hope none of them are listening tonight. If you happen to be listening maybe with your family or something, that was me. And I'm sorry. Right? I'm sorry. Next time, don't get too far ahead of me and then stick your melon head out of cover. Somebody might shoot it on accident. All right. Now, moving on. 877-377-4373. 877-377-4373. We've got some things we need to do first. First, politicians. They, I don't want to say they're all the same because that's not fair. That's like an old man thing to say. Oh, they're all the same. So they're not all the same, but they all do have some similarities, if you will. And one of the things that has always cracked me up about politicians, I've been paying attention to politics for 20 years now, since I got out of the Marines, 20 years now. They all do this thing. And it's so obvious why they're doing it. And it's so obvious that they're doing it that it blows me away. Everyone can't see that's what they're doing. What is this thing where they deny they're going to run for office right before they announce they're running for office? And this is not a Democrat thing. It's not a Republican thing. They all do this, especially running for president. Hey, Jesse, are you going to run again? No, I'm not going to run again. Hey, Jesse, will you run again? No, I could never... I'm busy being a family man, focusing on uh, the, uh, little kids and orphans. It's just me and the orphans over here. I don't have time to run. I, look, it would be too much about me. I want to serve my country in other ways. Jesse, are you sure you're not going to run? Nope. I guarantee you I will never run. Then about a week later, look, I wasn't going to run, but everybody said they wanted me to, and so like Cincinnati. I'm going to pick up my sword and run for office. Did you just say who, Chris? You don't know who Cincinnati is? Okay, pause for a second. No, it's not the guy from Cincinnati. What? What? No. Cincinnati. Cincinnati was his name. He was a Roman. He's a legend in Roman times. 
And before the Romans had emperors, remember, they were run by a senate. And they had two proconsuls, like two presidents, like twin heads, but and they were run by a senate. Only Rome understood something many people to this day do not understand. They understood that every form of government isn't okay for every situation. You might have a form of government you really, really love, like they did, a republic. It's a republic run by the Senate. They loved it. They were proud of it. They also understood in times of dire emergency, it's not an efficient form of government. It's too slow. You you need something different. So they had a system in place where they would appoint an all-powerful dictator in times of crisis, war, through being invaded, things like that. They had an all-powerful dictator a position you could accept temporarily. And then when you were done, when the threat was gone, you had to willingly hand all that power back. Because remember, you had it all. And Cincinnatus, Cincinnatus was a famed Roman early, early on who was just a farmer. You know, he wasn't some warlord. And they said, hey, Cincinnatus, we got this big problem. And so they call up Cincinnatus. Says, they say, hey, will you be dictator? And he was. And as soon as it was done, without any arguing or fighting or anything else, Cincinnatus came back and just laid down his arms and said, I'm going back to my farm. Just a Roman citizen after all. Cincinnatus. That's the role every person plays when they're running for office. And still to this day, people fall for it. I've been laughing for two days about Gavin Newsom's interview. Filing deadlines haven't passed. President Biden doesn't run. Why shouldn't we consider you a likely candidate? I think the vice president is naturally the one lined up, and the filing deadlines are quickly coming to pass, and I think we need to move past this notion that he's not going to run. President Biden is going to run, uh, and we're looking forward to getting him reelected. I think there's been so much wallowing uh, in the last few months and hand-wringing in this respect. Uh, but we're gearing up for the campaign. We're looking forward to it. I, I under, you know, but yeah, you, no, he's very much. He's looking forward to it. Of course, are you going to run against Dome though? Would you do and that? Am I supposed to interpret that comment about? The, and am I supposed to interpret that comment about the vice president that if for some reason the president chose not to run at this point? Well, that's the next, everybody rallies that, around the, her. It's the Biden Harris administration. That's a, maybe I'm a little old fashioned. That. Yeah, maybe you I'm a little, that. Maybe I'm a little old fashioned about well, you know, presidents and vice president. I was a lieutenant governor, so I'm a little subjective. Your relationship with the vice president? Uh, we knew each other before we were both in politics. The day I got sworn in as mayor, walked across the street. She got sworn in as district attorney. Uh, extraordinarily close working relationship, including her time in the Senate. So you um, can't imagine ever having here. to run against each other? Of course not. By definition, won't happen. No, what? Run against Dome? We are so close. We've been working together forever. I'm never running. We're close. We were sworn in, and I was sworn in, and she was sworn in, and we were... Super close. Running? What? No, Joe Biden's president. Don't be crazy. Of course he's running. All right. 877-377-4373. You can call with whatever you want. Just don't be boring. Also, remember, there's a bonus whenever you email or call from a Pure Talk phone. The bonus is only for the anti-communists who've taken the 10 minutes to pick up the phone Hit pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You will find yourself speaking to an American who speaks English. I know this may rattle you since you're not used to the experience anymore, but I swear they still exist. I know this because they work at Pure Talk. That's who Pure Talk hires. The patriotic mobile company. Time to dump Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Especially when Pure Talk's giving out free 5G Samsung Galaxy phones. 
My family's bill got cut in half when we switched to Pure Talk. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. All right? Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I still can't believe how dominant I was at paintball. And yes, did some of my own teammates die at my hand in paintball? Yes, they did. Okay. You don't stand in front of a pit bull when he has his eyes on a piece of meat. All right. Were they kids I dominated at paintball? Yes, of course. They should be better than me. They're all half my size. And I'll tell you where we got them. I forgot to tell you this beforehand. You know where we really got them, Chris? We ordered, the, we ordered them a bunch of pizzas before paintball, and it was 100 degrees out. So we ordered them a ton of pizzas, uh, tons of pizza, more, and the cake, and we decided to feed them before paintball started. And because they're boys, they have no self-control whatsoever, especially around food and girls. Everyone knows boys lose all sense of themselves around food or girls, so they sit around all this pizza, and they're shoveling in slices. One kid, not even making this up, had 12 slices of pizza. They can't contain themselves, and all of them are laying around in 100 degrees as soon as they're done. Oh, I'm so full. Oh, I'm sick. And that's where I had half a slice of pizza, and that's where he came out and said, Saddle up, boys. Hope you've been drinking water. <laughs> Work smarter, not harder out there, Chris. All right, focus. Everybody focus. Cindy, Wisconsin, go. Hey, Jesse, I have to, I have to laugh. Okay, a couple things. One, first of all, the uh, I've had a really bad day, and it's really, really bad. But, but uh, hearing the uh, grieving widow story made me realize that there are people that are hurting as much yeah. or worse than me, and yeah. um, I, she'll be in my prayers tonight. That's yeah, one. Thank you. Two, you were right to, to lie to the kid about hitting him in the head. Thank you. I, I thought, first in fact, I told the call screener that you were uh, right. You were also right to apologize. But you know what? I don't know that you shouldn't have given it up. I think you should have stuck to your light, just like the Democrats do. Well, I never and, gave uh, it up. No, I didn't tell you, Cindy. Know. Right now, I have I have officially lied to that kid, and I give you my word, it will stay that way. All right, I will maintain this amount of dishonesty for as long as I live. That kid will never know. And now, now I've hung on to the lie for so long. Now, in my mind. It's become true. It really wasn't me as far as I'm concerned. No, Chris, listen, Joe Biden spoke today. I didn't even play this for you earlier because it was so ridiculous. I'm now the Joe Biden of paintball where I will tell these easily verifiable lies, lies anybody can verify. And I just tell it anyway, like it's just a matter of fact. Each of us, each of those precious lives stolen too soon when evil attacked. Ground Zero in New York. And I remember standing there the next day and looking at the building. I felt like I was looking through the gates of hell. It looked so. Joe Biden was, he was not in New York City the next day. And again, they, I know that Joe's going to find this shocking once again, but because he's a politician, United States Senator, Vice President, President, where he is and what he's doing. It's oftentimes documented very well. So it's not kind of a, hey, I don't think he was in New York the next day. 
I actually know for a fact Joe Biden was in Senate in D.C. in session because I have time-stamped videos and images showing Joe Biden not in New York City on September 12th. I'm sure he didn't go for another year. But, hey, that's me when it comes to paintball. Hey, I don't know who shot you, kid. Tough luck. Watch what you're doing out there. Better safe than... I had all all the cliches, but let me tell you, I was merciless. Merciless, too. One time... No, pay attention, Chris. One time, I was sneaking up through this house, and it was pitch black. And one of these kids comes around the corner, and him and his whole team's up top. My oldest son, James, is right behind me. And we're getting ready to creep through, and we're going to start stacking bodies in this house. And this kid comes around the corner. He's four feet away from the front of my gun. Oh, he got it. He got it, buddy. He got it bad. And every one of them right in the torso. He showed me the welts after. And I'll be honest, those did look like they hurt. They did. But he took it like a man, and it was him or me. Everyone said, well, how could you shoot him so many times? I'm sorry. It's called the art of making sure. All right? Joaquin, Pennsylvania, go. Jesse Kelly, hey, you know, you didn't notice me and Johnny came dressed up for the job interview. And also, I didn't show you one video that was me shooting two guns blindfolded. Now, an embarrassing story. This is going back to the early 90s when there were no cell phones. And I was hauling beer on the weekend out of, out of the Budweiser plant. And I pull in the plant. I have my wife with me on the, in a nice theater belt. And I see there's a tractor trailer rolled over coming off the scale. And I thought, it kind of looks like my friend's stuff. So I drop my wife off by where the phones are so she wants to call home and check on the kids. So while she's there by the pay phones, this guy comes up to her and goes, no, she says, see, I bet you he must feel like a real ass. He goes, yeah, I do. So she comes back to the truck, and then, of course, my buddy John comes walking over, and I said to John, I said, hey, I'd like to introduce you to my wife, Diane. And he goes, oh, we already met. Now, the other thing is, is that if I had a choose- Oh, he was the one who rolled the truck over. <laughs> All right, quit. 877-377-4373. We're going to talk about why dudes are going to hunt for wives overseas. And then we'll get back to these calls and drag queens in Oklahoma and other things. Let's first talk about your food, your emergency food supply, I should say. Because, look, the dumbest people on the face of the planet are running society now. Understand where we are. The stupidest people on planet Earth, they run our most important institutions. Do you think it would be a good idea to have some sort of emergency food kit if, say, these people end up destroying the food supply, which they're trying to do? My Patriot Supply has emergency three-month food kits prepped, ready to go. Non-perishable food. Everyone who lives in your home needs three months of non-perishable food. Do you have it? The answer for almost everybody is no. That's fine because My Patriot Supply does. All you have to do is go to preparewithjessikelly.com and that gets you $200 off an emergency three-month food kit. Preparewithjessikelly.com. Everyone in your home needs one, so go make it happen now, okay? All right. Why are American men going overseas for wives? Why are there drag queens in Oklahoma? And your calls, 877-377-4373. Next. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together, we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.